everybody and welcome to Somehow I Father. I am your host, Gabriel Perez. And in this episode, I'd like to talk about giving. Um, in this podcast, I've found that it was about a lot about my journey as a father. But as I'm going into this journey, I also am finding that it's the journey to the father what that looks like and just how that plays out in my life as a father and and as a husband and so that's what this podcast is about that's what I'm talking about and so let's jump into this episode all right shorten my intro like 40 seconds by 20 seconds and it was a little on point that's interesting um hit the mic So today I want to talk about the importance of giving. And this has been something that's been just really hard for me. as uh, Because I've held on to money so tight. And, you know, when the Lord talks about money, it's, it's not so much the money, it's the heart of the matter keep saying that and I think of that Don Henley song I've been trying to get down to the heart of the matter but but giving man I have struggled with that for so long and you know and I I give the thing is I do give but it's my heart is just not giving my heart is all tied up in it and, and so it's been it's been a battle and so I just want to share with you some stories that have um, just shown me how God is faithful in the times when you will, the Bible says, test me on this, test me on giving. And you can actually test God. Like you cannot outgive God. And I've always just been encouraged by how faithful he has been. And so much like the previous episodes where I'm, recording this to just remember and put a a faith marker in my journey um i also want to share it and uh hopefully it um encourages you listening to to just take a second thought on on how you give in your heart and um and where it's at with the lord in this so a couple things so first we uh our church had an end of the year uh, giving, which is always like a, it's a gift above and beyond the tithe. Now, I've always had issues with this just because, I'll be honest, I look at the church, I'll look at people, and I will judge them hard. <laughs> also because, you know, I've seen, I've been in the inside of church, I see how sometimes money can be used, and and I may not always agree with it, but um, so, in my heart of flesh, I would say, well, "Why do I need to give? These guys got nice clothes. They got, they got this and that. They're doing fine." And that's what my heart says. That's what my flesh tells me. But upon further reflection, you can feel when the Lord is urging you to just say, "Give." You know, why, why don't you want to give? And so uh, the pastor was preaching a message, 
on giving, and it's giving towards a building fund. And I was struggling with it because this is my home church now. We, we've moved, but we've called this church our home church. And so I, uh, you know, I obviously want to be a part of it. I do want to give to the church um, because it's not, it's not what the, in, a, in our, and the pastor's not bad financially or anything. It has nothing to do with him. And it has all to do with my heart. But it's not about giving to the church. It's about giving to God. And anyway, so he challenged us to just not seek to give, but to just pray on it. And so I did. And the day of the offering, I felt we had $700 in our account. And I felt the Lord saying, give it all. And of course, I'm like, no. I don't want to give $700. That's all of our savings. Like, it's almost of our emergency fund. And I need to readjust this seat. I feel very low. And so I, you know, struggling with it in the morning, wrestling with it, and then I asked my wife. And I always ask my wife for confirmation um, to make me feel better in my decisions. <laughs> Which may be not the best thing to do, only because, well, because if I'm looking for a way out, I may ask my wife. Sometimes I just need to know to make decisions. And she gives me the autonomy to do that. Um, but I guess it's like a safety net. That's a whole other episode right there, probably. Anyways, I, so I go up to her and I say, you know, we got to give, we're doing the offering. Uh, I feel like the Lord's telling me to do all of our savings and she was like okay well how do you feel i was like well but i'm struggling with that because I, I know we need some and she goes well how much do we need it's like we're probably gonna need like 200 dollars to cover like rent when it comes because the checks and you know rent's gonna be paid and then we're gonna need some money and she said well then just give 500 and i was like okay cool and then i was comfortable with it and you know, and that's a funny thing because when comfort sets in, that's not always a good thing. You know, where we want to be comfortable. We seek comfort. We don't seek uh, being uncomfortable. We don't seek uh, being out of comfort. I guess I just said that. But um, so then I was comfortable. I was like, okay, cool. I'm good to go. So we go to church, and this is the faithfulness of God. Because I literally heard that verse in the song. They started playing worship, man, and I just felt the spirit come upon me to where, like, I'm emotional. I feel like crying. And, man, I feel this this last six months, I used, I just hated crying. And now I felt like I've just cried so much that um, I'm cool with it. Like, I was talking to a, a friend the other night, telling him about my mountaintop experience. And I, I just tell everyone, yeah, I cried. I cried. I weeped. I cried like a baby. And before, I was so embarrassed to cry. So now I'm, I'm being okay with crying, which is a new step for me. But anyways, once again, coffee sip. You know, why is it when you microwave coffee, it just uh, doesn't taste the same? It wasn't sitting long. It was just my, my cup got cold. Anyways, anyways, so the the Holy Spirit is coming upon me. It's, 
know, I made that sound really dramatic, but it was just, I was hit with spirit. I was weeping. And I, and I can't even tell you why I'm weeping. All I know is I'm just thinking about how good God has been through the years. How faithful he's been. And then the pastor actually sings a song, The Goodness of God. And one of the lines is, All my life you have been faithful. All my life you've been so, so good. And man, that, that line just hit me like a ton of bricks. And, and right then it was like, I got to give it all. Give it all to the Lord. And and so, you know, then they gave, the pastor gave the message. And, and it's funny because then he even talked about one time when he was younger and he was giving and he gave of his savings or it was something like that, which was completely relevant to where we were. And even my wife, I I came home and I was like, I felt like the Lord called me to give it all. And she was like, yeah, me too. And especially when the pastor said about giving of his savings, she goes, I was like, man, she's like, that sounded like it was, that wasn't a mistake, you know? And so she's like, if Gabe wants to give it, I'll let him, he can give it. And so of course, in me getting the confirmation that I felt to give it all, I did. So we give the 700 and we hadn't actually fully given it yet. It was just the decision that we're going to give it. And and obviously, once I make that decision, I'm going to do it. So, um, so I was like, all right, it's done. I'm going to do it. And sure enough, I open the drawer, and there's $200 in, in one of our junk drawers. And, you know, you might be thinking, what, $200 just appeared? No, it didn't just appear. It was $200 that my mother-in-law had given us months ago they came to visit and she's just like oh if there's a, she's she she when they usually when they come she always leaves us a little bit of money sometimes but she doesn't give it to us she'll give it to my sister-in-law to give to us or she'll leave it in a drawer and so she just left this money for us for an emergency and we saved it we just put it in a coffee can or at least i put it in a coffee can i was like we could use this to go on a vacation or something and I remember my wife used some money we had for something. And I was like, oh, you spent the money your mom gave us? And she was like, no, I didn't spend it. I was like, well, it's not here. You must have spent it. She goes, I didn't spend it. I was like, whatever. It's it's not here. And we couldn't find the money. And then, so I was for sure thought that money was spent. And we, we've, we've rummaged through that drawer many times. And so to open the drawer and then just see the $200 there, it was like, that's the $200 that I was struggling to give. And it just came back to me. Just like that. It, it's, it's here. And, and that's how the Lord works. He doesn't, I mean, money just doesn't appear out of nowhere. But he blesses the money. And I've always felt like with money, I've held on so tightly. Because growing up... Um, it was kind of an issue for me, I guess. My my grandpa was very um, like he was very wise with money, but he also held on to the money really tight. Um, he was a he was, I mean he was smart. He he was a financially well off person. He he built a lot from from pretty much nothing, but he was like the guy that when Christmas comes, he is the guy still alive. He, he's the guy who says just give me money. 
for the pure reason of recouping what he gave out to everybody else. He goes, I don't care if it's a dollar. Give me a dollar. One year I did actually uh, challenge him on that, and I gave him a dollar. And you know what? He took that dollar. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't say nothing. And I, I, I made a joke of it, and, I, and then I gave him $20. But he doesn't care. He goes, $1, $5, $10, $20, I don't care. Just give me money, cold hard cash. That's just that's what he says. And so growing up, I've always been like uh, pretty tight with money because um, I lived in probably one of the wealthiest neighborhoods to where there's, you know, people had money, kids had money. And I wasn't without, so don't, this is not a sob story, but um, it was always trying to keep up with the, with the kids, you know, and so they had money to spend, and then I'd try to have money to spend, and I worked, I had a job, you know, I had my own money, so, but it was just like, it wasn't, it wasn't enough to keep up, and so I've always just been like, you know, growing up, I always felt like the kid, like, oh, Gabe doesn't have that much money, he's cool, he, we, we got him, we cover him on, like, certain things or whatever, and so I've just always felt like, oh, man, money like it's I just never have enough I'm always tight I'm always I'm always low or I'm always you know just trying to make it just getting by and so yeah so I, I'm pretty funny in with my money in my mind and uh can be pretty miserly or on the other end really foolish um because then I'll just buy things that are fun but Whole nother episode. Uh, so, what, what was my point? So anyway, so I've been weird with money. And and there it is. And so, always, it says, you know, I think Proverbs says, it says something about money and just, it, it's like you're having holes in your money sacks. Which just always, doesn't matter what you do, it's just you never have enough. And that's how I've always felt. Like I just never had enough money it's just we get money and it goes away. We get money, it goes away. I remember like when I was working one job and my wife wasn't working, she was staying at home with our kids, homeschooling. It was tight. And I remember saying, man, I think when we found out we were going to have a third kid, I was like, I think my wife needs to get a part-time job because this is it's getting tough. And sure enough, you know, my wife got a part-time job. I'm like, oh, man, this is great. Like we can pay off debt and everything like no problem. Well, guess what? We didn't pay off debt. We incurred more debt. And and then I was like, oh, if, if only she got, she did more hours then. And then so she works more hours and we're making more money. And it's like, oh, if, now if we can, because um, she was working super part-time, but now she's working for another job doing more hours. And it was like, now we can definitely pay off all our debt. And we can go on vacation. Well, guess what? We weren't really wise. I was not wise with the money. And and all that happened is our lifestyle went up a little bit. We can breathe a little easier. But nothing changed. Still not enough money at the end of the month. And then I get a, I go through a job change where I become a district manager, which which almost, almost doubled what I was making. And I was like, man, this is going to change everything. And guess what? It didn't. It did and it didn't. Because, yeah, we upgraded. We upgraded things. But at the end, still struggling financially. Still not have enough money. 
and it just and and I think too is it goes to say that my heart wasn't right. I wasn't seeking the Lord. I wasn't surrendering. We were giving, and I was just giving a set amount. You know, just okay. No matter what we made, I could, this is what I'm comfortable giving. And even then, I struggle with giving. Every time I have to look at some of the tithes, I'm just like, ugh, like, dude, I can buy a ton of stuff with that money. Or like, we can pay off a ton of debt with that. And we can, we can do so much with this. And, you know, it, it's always a hard issue. But the challenge is giving it to God and surrendering it. And it's also to say, you know what, God, this is all yours. Everything I have is yours. So why do I need to hold back? It's almost like when you, when you, you buy your kid uh, a Happy Meal. You know, and say you want a French fry, and they're like, "No, I want to give you a French fry." And you're like, uh, well, "Just, just give me one French fry out of the hunt, out of the ten fries you got, one Chick Fil A fry." So therefore, you know, like one tenth. Let me get one fry. No, you can't have that, Dad. It's mine. You know, that's what the child would say most likely, and in, and you know, in your head that, okay. I bought this meal. This is actually my meal. It's not your meal. Did you pay for it? And so, I, I mean, that's essentially how we, we act towards God when it comes to tithing and giving. It's like, man, I don't want to give that, God. It's, it's mine. But then God's going to come back and say, no, actually, it is mine. But see, God's not going to be as, as mean as me because at that point, I'm just going to take that fry. That's my fry. But... <laughs> Uh, God's not going to do that. He instead cares about the heart, as always. The heart of the matter, where he's leading you. He's encouraging you, like, do you want to give the fry? It's not about giving the fry. It's do you want to do it, and why are you giving it? Because then I could, you know, the child could give the fry. Shit, the mic. child could give the fry. Here, take it. Fine. I don't want it anyways. And is that really giving? Is that really giving from a heart standpoint? No. And, you know, in my biblical coaching uh, learning, it's funny because we talk about not getting kids to do things just to do things, but getting kids to do things because it's the right thing to do. And so that doesn't just happen. You have to teach them. You have to show them. You have to help them understand the importance of what they're doing. And just like that, so is the Lord with us. He wants us to understand the importance of giving. Not just give because the church says you have to give 10%. The Bible says you have to give 10%. No, it's to give from your heart. From your heart's fire. Sorry, just watch onward. Anyways, anyways, anyways. But to give from your heart. To give from a place that is truly just just truly just pure if i can say that because and that's why you know in the bible he talks about the woman who gave two hay pennies or whatever you know and it was all she had it wasn't it was nothing but it was because she was giving what she had with her heart she was giving it from her heart. And that counted more than the 
And the guy who came in with a big old fortune just gave a ton of money and was like, look at me, Lord, I'm so great. It, was, it wasn't that guy. It was a woman who gave what she had from her heart. That's who was blessed. And so we got blessed. And the thing is, is that's not where it stopped. I, I continued to challenge myself in giving. Uh, I felt like I needed to give first fruits. So no longer just giving a monthly amount and walking away, but giving from what we got paid. And that's been really hard. So every check, we tithe. And, and that has been tough because you're giving every week. But every time I have to check my heart, I have to, when I feel that, I have to just say, Lord, help me to give with a good heart and help me to let go. You know, we get it with, our, we got our stimulus checks, we get our taxes, you know, and tithing on some of those things. I'm like, ooh, it hurts. Um, but guess what? The Lord blessed us even more even more than we could imagine. And as we continued to give and, and challenge myself in this area, it's crazy because then, sure enough, you know, I, I really made a focus in my battle plan to concentrate on my finances and communicating with my wife what we have and really just trying to budget things down, pay off debt. It's my goal is to just pay off debt. I had a goal to pay in the quarter to pay off about 3000 in debt and save 2000 That was my goal. Well, the quarter's finishing this week in the battle plan. I have been able to save $7,000 and pay off $5,000 in debt. And it really came from the Lord just being faithful. I mean that there's no other way to explain. I mean, we got we get, we got our taxes, we got our the stimulus checks. Those things came in and um and they helped without a doubt. But the thing was is um the Lord had granted wisdom cuz we had gotten money before and like I said holes in our sacks. I've actually paid off my debt twice through money that has just come in through some some random ways and um no total long story again I don't want to get into but so I've paid off debt twice but none of my habits changed none of my giving changed I mean in the sense of my heart we still gave on it but my heart wasn't in it 100% it wasn't my relationship wasn't wasn't in a right giving state and so guess what? We're back in the debt. We're back in the debt. Well, this time, which is amazing, is we we continued to give and and the money just came in. And that's and that's how it works. It's not like the Lord just makes money appear out of nowhere. But we we have this with all the things that came in, we were there's like wisdom finally gave, Lord gave us wisdom. So it's like we're able to pay off these debts. We're able to save money. And then not only that, my wife gets a raise. A raise that was a huge blessing to our family that we weren't even expecting. 
And it was funny because my wife was like, they were talking about going full time. And we had to look at it as a family because we're like, oh, we don't know if that's fully something that she can do because we do, we homeschool, we have the kids. And so she was like, I don't know how that will take me away. But then we talked about possibly um, paying her sister to come and watch the kids a couple times a week. So, but it's like in order to do that, she would have to make more money that and would it even be worth it at that point, you know? And so, you know, she, she juggled, we juggled the idea and it was mentioned and, uh, with, with their, her job and they came back and they gave her an offer that was just amazing. Such a blessing from the Lord that was way above what we even talked about. And what we talked about was honestly we're like, wow, that, that would be like a good case scenario right there. Like that would be good if, if we got to that point. But it, it wasn't to that point. It was above that point. And that is how the Lord works. That is how he blesses. That is how he shows his faithfulness, is that he just provides when the time is right. And that is his grace. And so my encouragement, my challenge to you dads out there is, how are you giving? How are you showing up in the giving of your finances and in the heart that you're giving to the Lord. So I would say, I challenge you to, to, to step out of faith in that because the Lord says, test me in this. And so, yeah, it's, I can't say that he's failed me. And that is amazing. That's truly um, awesome. And that is the journey to the Father. And so I just want to thank you guys for being in this episode, for sticking with me. I've been really thinking about this podcast and some of the things that I'm talking about. And a lot of it is coming as just the biggest thing ever, which is our journey to the Father. And so I, I think I see some potential change. <laughs> surprise, surprise. But it seems to be the question that I'm always going on and asking myself. So with that... We'll explore this more. Love you guys. This is Gabriel Perez out.